0: The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Force Center presents Databank Dive on the Companion. I'm Ken Napsok.
1: And I am Joseph Scrimshaw, and I'm thrilled to talk about something weird and fun in Star Wars.
0: That's what we do. We go through the StarWars.com databanks and also go through Wikipedia, a great resource for Star Wars fans. We go through there uh, anyways, but sometimes we need to because <laughs> the items or things that we choose to discuss from the Star Wars databank aren't there. Once we get our topic We just dive in. Joseph doesn't know what's coming. I've selected the topic for this episode. And today, Joseph, we, to round up this uh, companion databank dive program, we are going to be talking back to tanks.
1: Ooh, I am so excited. I, I, I would first choose to be in a Bacta tank, but second only to being in a Bacta tank is talking about them. I love Good. them, and I love how much uh, they're having a great Bacta renaissance with all the Book of Boba Fett
0: Bacta business. And this is great, because already we're, we're going to read the databank, we're gonna go to Wikipedia, and then we're going to discuss things. But already we have a discussion point, a Star Wars tradition. I've always said Bacta, you say Bacta. And I think both are right. (laughs) One's probably wrong. I think
1: more people say Bacta. I think this is one of those words that that got into me uh, as a kid. uh, And (laughs) this happens a lot in in pop culture. Uh, Like I I always said, um, uh, you know, Magneto Magneto kind of thing when you've never heard it um, from the X-Men. Uh, There's like things like that with uh, with the role playing games uh, where people uh, have been pronouncing uh, words weird because they encountered them when they were eight. (laughs) Yes, Uh, that's the one I'm thinking of. It's like, uh, you know, I have like very educated friends who would normally be like, "Uh, it's melee. And I'm like, did you just say melee? Ah, yes, because you encountered that word when you were eight years old in uh, in role playing games. And I think for me, I think more people do say bacta. Mm. So I've been trying to say bacta, but in my little childhood mouth, it's bacta.
0: Uh, Yeah, Bakta sounds uh, even more sci-fi-like, but... But we'll, <laughs> we'll dive into that there a little bit. So let's uh, let's read a little bit more about Bacta and Bacta Tanks. They are featured on StarWars.com Data databank, which uh, actually brought me comfort. Uh, some some of the things we've selected that aren't there, I kind of get. Uh, the Data Bank's always growing. It's not uh, some final project. It's a living document, if you will. <laughs> um, this is big. This is a big Star Wars thing. So uh, the StarWars.com Data Bank says this about Bacta Tanks. Bacta Tanks were large vessels filled with a liquid healing agent and used to treat seriously injured patients to promote healing patients were completely submerged and used breathing masks while recuperating clone troopers were treated in Bacta facilities such as the Calydia uh, shoals medical center uh, and after he was injured by a wampa luke skywalker famously recovered in a bacta tank at hoth's echo base so that's kind of the start but, Joseph, I do want to dive in quickly to the Wikipedia stuff because, uh, uh, surprisingly, the Wikipedia entry, the canon tab, just not a lot of, so even like a stub article. So it was like, hey, if you want to add something to this, go right ahead, that kind of article. <laughs> um, so um, I, I didn't want to, re- they repeat a lot of the information we just heard. So here's some of the additional information. A back to tank was located in Darth Vader's castle in Mustafar, where the Dark Lord could relax and meditate outside of his life support armor with a modicum of comfort. Oh, we got <laughs> comfort for Vader. A portable format of the back to tank was also available called the bacta pod on tatooine boba fett bathed in his bacta tank at many points in time used it to heal his burn scars both outside and inside his heart i added that <laughs> one after the battle for Mos Espa Espa B- fett's bacta tank was used on Cobb banth after he was shot by cad bane cad bane while a cyborg modifier was taking care of him there so there's also the bacta suit Uh, That Finn wore I kind of consider that a little bit different But eh, it might bleed into our conversation here We do have a quote actually Uh, This is from Ahsoka Tano To an injured Anakin Skywalker Some pretty serious burns But nothing a night in a bacta tank won't fix So (laughs) I like that Cruel, cruel uh, a
1: prediction of the future that there will be some he'll have some serious burns that cannot be fixed after one night in the back to tank
0: too soon, too soon indeed. So let's discuss this here. First thing I want to set the scene. This is an audio podcast. I think if you're listening, most people understand what a back to tank is or know it. And again, it's that Luke Skywalker on Hoth. I think that's the thing we're going to go to there. And, and uh, we will discuss that here. But let's, Joseph, describe a back to tank to someone that's never seen Star Wars. Go.
1: Yeah, I think, imagine it's a uh, bathtub, but it's uh, straight up and down, and you're entirely enclosed in the bathtub, and it's water, but the water is thick.
0: It's thick. Thick, soupy, healing water.
1: <laughs> Thick, soupy, healing water. I love some of the terminology, some of the phrasing that they use, in particular in the uh, mm. the database entry, uh, a liquid healing agent. Uh, mm. I love how, like, sometimes in America you'll get thing, everything that has a fancy name, but, like, in the U.K., they'll just say, like, it's it's washing up liquid. <laughs> <laughs> and this feels like a very U.K. Uh, version. Like, it, Bacta would have some fancy name in America of, you know... Mm. It's a Clean All, and like no, it's it's liquid healing agent. Just call it what it is.
0: Just call call that what it is right there. Uh, I love that. I love uh, your uh, description there. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's about it. Uh, you know, it's like if you want to see uh, uh, like a Houdini do an escape trick from a, a, a pot of water, it's kind of <laughs> like that. Uh, and, and apparently, everyone in it has space underwear on. You know, that would be
1: amazing if there's a, a deleted scene from Empire Strikes Back where uh, Luke's all healed up, but they have to put chains on him first and he has to escape using that's, magic.
0: That's how you know he's healed. <laughs> a Star Wars version of the prestige, just a bunch of clones <laughs> down there in uh, tanks. tags Um Let's get to, let's go to the origin of this here. And yes, we are uh, original uh, trilogy generation fans. Uh, so you're out, you out there listening might've come to back to tanks and back to, uh, from different angles. Maybe it is Finn in his back to suit. Maybe it is Boba Fett in his back to pod. Uh, there could be uh, other ways uh, that you came to this, but for most people, uh, back to tanks are associated with Luke Skywalker. So Joseph, let's go back to the first time you saw that. What, uh, when you saw Luke Skywalker's submersion of back to tank, what did you think?
1: Yeah, no, this is such the foggy early memories. Like, I have no idea what my first memory was. It was probably uh, just still being like frightened of the Wampa and scared yeah. for Luke. And, um, uh, but what I remember emerging from that is I don't have any negative memory of the, mm. the back to scene. I remember thinking that it felt healing, right? Like, like mm. it actually worked like emotionally, like as a very little kid. And I think it's because. Uh, My mom was an RN, uh, uh, so Mm. she had been, she had quit the job by the time I was growing up. Uh, Mm. But she often talked about her experiences as a nurse and was like a lot of her language was about healing. And I feel like our home was full of creams. Like (laughs) if I cut my knee on the playground or outside and came home, it wasn't just slap a Band-Aid on it and deal with it. There was always some cream. Or yeah. gel, right? I feel like I must have understood on some deep level of like, oh, that's like when I put neosporin on my knee, right. but Luke is floating in neosporin. <laughs> and that must feel like it feels to me. It feels like cooling. Yeah. And, you know, it feels nice, you know, and it also feels like, um, you know, it's going to heal when yeah. you feel that cool gel.
0: That's, uh, I love that connection there. Uh, yeah. Liquid sporin, uh, we can call it there. <laughs> There's something about that, uh, that that strikes a chord with me because, uh, I like you, I'm I, very young. The, the Wampa itself, the Wampa attack, and Luke escaping from it kind of frightened me, you know, in a, in a way. I'm a little scaredy, uh, scaredy cat kid. Uh, no shame in that. I was scared easily. Uh, wait till we get to the Rancor or Large Marge from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. So I was scared. But but the back to tank, I was always, I, I, was, I was scared of it as well. I didn't fully understand it. But the fact that Luke was... Uh, at one point kind of seemed like he was swimming around in it (laughs) It seemed fun because i enjoy hot tubs especially as a kid so i was like is that like a hot tub it does
1: look like a hot tub that a lot of people have been in it looks like they did not clean it out from the last person that's been in that uh that healing hot tub
0: yeah yeah but then to connect it uh my my grandmother rest, rest in peace to grandma passed away last year she was uh you know, an old school um, Ukrainian from Kiev and, uh, you know, over here in America. So it was like a lot of old school healing uh, ways, you know, like a lot of old country stuff, like swallow this leaf, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but she was like a, you know, you get the, the Vicks vapor rub. And probably got that, like the 99 cent store version of it. And it was like spoonfuls of it on my chest. If I was sick and I was visiting grandma, like, oh, I got a cough. Oh, Kenny, lay down, lay down, Kenny. And like <laughs> take a spoon of it and like just rub it. And and so I think I, I not not to steal your Neosporin connection, but kind of had that same feeling. Like, what is this goo on me? Is it like the Luke tube? <laughs> Like the Luke tube. No, the Vicks makes
1: total sense. And especially like what like? The menthol smell Mm. that like opens your nostrils, right? And then you kind of, you you associate it with like opening and flowing. Like I love the idea of your grandma going, Kenny, Kenny, (laughs) get in the Vicks tube. Float around in there. I'll give you like some scuba equipment. And you just float in a whole tub of Vicks.
0: It's so great. If they could have an old Ukrainian grandmother in Star Wars. Hey, Look, get in the tube. Get in tube. It's so, it makes you
1: good. Uh, I wish that just was 2-1-B's voice, was a,
0: a <laughs> kindly Ukrainian grandmother. <laughs> Ukrainian babushka. Uh, the, so that's our our, our our origin story with it. But I, from from that point on, from then to now, Joseph, did you spend a lot of time talking or thinking about back to tanks growing up? Was it a good Star Wars playground conversation with you and your friends?
1: I don't think I ended up talking to people about it on the playground. Maybe uh, we always talk about playground slash bar conversations where we talk to kids on the playground. We got a little bit older and then we talked to buddies in the bar. I think it was a bar conversation a lot. But um, when I was really watching original trilogy a lot on VHS in high school, not talking to other people about it uh, too much just in Mm -hmm. case, um, I think I thought about it a lot uh, Mm -hmm. because – I had spent so much time thinking it's cool. And then kind of had that, that realization. Like I, one of my favorite parts of star Wars is when the main character is had his ass handed to him and he's wearing just a diaper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I like star Wars, but it, it's weird sometimes. But I think what I really uh, related to, um, I'm not going to go into TMI, but I had a couple like injuries and problems in high mm-hmm. school. And I didn't, I just, I didn't want to go to the doctor. I didn't want to tell him any, anybody about it. I want to deal with them myself and the fantasy of, what if I just had a tube and I just lowered into it and it just took care of everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, that the fantasy of it really, really struck me as a kid.
0: Yeah. That's um, I that's fun. I don't think I had that. Once I learned what it is, I'm trying to remember, this is a fun You know, when you've been a star Wars fan for four decades, it's sometimes hard to remember when did I learn that it was like a healing thing? When did I pick that up from the movie? Yes. It's pretty clear the movie, <laughs> but like, you're not fully understanding it. So I, I, I'm tra- it must've been on the playground where someone was like, Oh, Luke got better. You know, he healed the scars. Like, and I I grabbed the, the concept and yeah, I, I think it was a, it was like one of those, like I had this weird obsession as a kid. I kind of wanted, uh, you know, and this is my thoughts as a kid. So I don't, I, I want to be respectful of anyone who is, uh, you know, uh, in, in a position where you've maybe lost a limb or something like that, and trying to be sensitive there. But as a kid, I was obsessed with having my hand cut off because I wanted a <laughs> robot arm. Like Luke, right? I really thought that'd be cool. So I guess I, I thought also thought the back to tank would be needed in that situation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think for me, uh, you know, mm. I, I was lucky to be able to have a high school curriculum where I started studying literature and philosophy ideas and then that translated into my college career. And, mm. you know, it's hard to get through any sort of a philosophical study without the word amniotic coming up a lot. It's yes. uh, womb-like. It's amniotic. There's Freud's whole uh, philosophy of the oceanic feeling of we feel at peace when we are uh, returned to this uh, this feeling that reminds us of the womb. It's something that I ended up discussing a lot, writing papers a lot. Mm-hmm. And so uh, particularly going into high school and college, I thought about the back to tank from that perspective wow. all the time. It's like being returned to this healing, familiar place that's half remembered that you emerge from kind of reborn.
0: See, this is great. This is why we worked well together as a four center uh, pair. Both of us uh, have been in comedy for a long time, but you're you're over there connecting this to deep themes, and I'm over here with my friends going, uh, "Did you see Luke's underwear? He <laughs> <laughs> <Get> had underwear on."
1: <laughs> I'm I'm big on the underwear too. I was so thrilled when the action figure came out because I was like, "They got to make it. They got to make Mark Hamill in a diaper because that's just what that action figure is. <laughs> nothing, is. nothing to make him look like Luke Skywalker. That's the human being, <laughs> Mark Hamill in a diaper, and I want it."
0: So from underwear and philosophy, let's talk back to itself here. Uh, How does a a healing fluid fit into the Star Wars galaxy for you? Are are you a fan of this just overall? Is it too sci-fi or is it just unexplained enough that it keeps that Star Wars kind of magic?
1: Yeah, I think it's the just unexplained enough to be magical. And the little bit of explanations that we've been getting in more recent times uh, Hmm. have only added to it for me. You know, I think when it was just the original trilogy in my imagination... I love that it was, it, it was so about fantasy. It was a long time ago. I, th- I used to think about that a lot. Like literally these things happened, but not only somewhere else, but a long time ago. And yet their technology was ahead of ours. So like, mm-hmm. uh, you could heal more like with the hand thing. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. and the, and, and in the back, it was a big part of that of, um, mm-hmm. of feeling like, cool. It, it's, it's there, it's in the past, but it's also in the future. Mind blowing. Yeah. And I think for me, just the feeling of it always made sense that Star Wars is about um, healing, right? Like the moments in Star Wars that started to really speak to me, there was this sense of uh, being at calm, being at peace, healing, you know, getting up, picking yourself up and trying again. Um, I think Bacta made sense to me from that perspective, Uh, Mm. And then, you know, uh, recently in the High Republic novels, uh, for anybody who hasn't been reading along, there's a lot of stuff about back to being discovered and it being farmed and it being an important resource that changes the game. And I kind of love those realistic details, too.
0: Yeah, I've been enjoying that in the High Republic and and kind of uh, getting a little bit of a back to origin story. But I I do hope it remains somewhat magical. You know, look, if a a scientist character comes on in High Republic and explains in detail, eh, I'm not going to have a problem but there's just something about my involvement in stars i just always go for the fantasy more than the sci-fi i think a lot of folks do uh this isn't star trek and if it was in star trek i would expect uh, a doctor to sit picard down and explain here's what's going through but exactly. i love, yeah in star wars i just love that it's this magic goo man it's magic goo <laughs> it's not unlike that vixen he born. it's magic goo and it just kind of works for me um and that way I don't focus on it a lot, uh, for a fix all, you know, like, uh, there's still danger. There's still scarring to be happened. happen. Uh, There's a, you know, there's synth synth skin, a lot of things that are in star Wars that I I, I like as well, but there's just something about this magical tube. You can put on your underpants and dive into, and maybe, maybe you could be saved. I just kind of like it in that corner. I think they've done a great job. I do. I'm fascinated at this idea of, um, a, a galaxy without Bacta, right? Without the Bacta tanks that the High Republic era is up against. And, and when High Republic era goes back even further with some of the storytelling and they don't have Bacta to get into, I'm like, is the galaxy, is it just more of a risk to go out there and do things? You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's like some great real world things about obviously things have advanced towards safety like seatbelts, right? I mean, it was just mm-hmm. like, hey, yeah. I mean, travel of any kind, right? Like in our lifetimes, the danger yeah. level of, like cars and airplanes are like, yeah, no, I mean, sometimes when you go to Florida, you just die. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way of it, you know? Uh, and I feel like, you know, that's, a, there's a little bit of that with like, yeah, well, this is a way that we can, you know, uh, keep people more, more safe. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. It always amused me too that it, it, the the bank entry acknowledges this where it says that it's used to treat seriously injured patients. I mm. think it, as a kid, there was something funny to me about like, okay, we could isolate all of Luke's problems. He's got these facial scars. He's certainly, you know, ha- has probably some, like, burns from the cold. Uh, maybe he broke a toe. Who, you know what? Screw it. Just dump him in the tank, and it'll deal with everything.
0: <laughs> that's that's actually a big question. Uh, you know, all right, so you, you, you break a toe, uh, kicking a droid or something there. Not that Luke would do that. I don't think, in my mind, Bacta doesn't heal that. I mean, Ooh. you know, the bone's going to heal itself, I I would think, but... But I, I don't think I'm right. I think I, this is like the little kid talking. This is like Playground where you make up half lies about Star Wars <laughs> to convince someone in a debate. You know? This is the best. I mean, I know you're saying Playground,
1: but I'm going to move it up to bar. This yeah, is, is the best tipsy bar Star Wars conversation <laughs> I've heard in a long time. Like I can I can imagine which my friends would be adamant. Just like honestly, very tipsy and adamant about there's no way back to can set a broken toe. What the hell's wrong with you for thinking that?
0: This is like a, what's that? The uh, classic Simpson scene of uh, Barney and Wade Boggs screaming at you, <laughs> each other over British prime ministers in, uh, in the bar. As, uh, back to can't heal bones, man. How oh, can it? a fluid set a bone, yo, weirdo? <laughs> I bet this Star Wars debate is. Happening. If you're out there listening, and and you've got into this debate in a bar uh, with your friend. Please let us know. Reach out. We want to hear your <laughs> tale. Um, so, uh, from this magical healing fluid that Luke, our hero, he's our guy. He's he's in the in the in the tube there, and and uh, you know we get to spend some time later on. You know Finn, he's a hero too. He's in the back to suit, and and we'll get to Boba Fett. But I want to go to 2016, Joseph. Um, it should be no surprise that back to tanks are for everyone. It isn't a rebel technology. It isn't a, they don't own the patent, and if they do, they've they've shared it with the people because they're rebels. Um, but did you have any reaction to seeing Darth Vader meditating in a, in a back to tank tank as as if dark side users shouldn't be allowed to uh, access this uh, healing technology? No, I just kind of i really loved it you know and
1: for me in the movie it's it's unclear of is is he just uh is he chilling <laughs> is this just him right. sitting around at home in the castle or is this like necessary like i I think what I liked that's about me. it is mm-hmm. that it i know knowing the story of Darth Vader you know that there's no amount of soaking that's gonna uh, heal him right 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 so that scene in empire strikes back luke is is injured he might have a broken toe we don't know uh he's definitely injured and you know there's the shot of him coming out and kind of waking up and you see immediately that he's healing it's all about healing yeah and whatever's going on with vader it's uh you know uh stopgap measure at best it's not about healing so it's like oh wow that that's now a, a fluid for
0: brooding <laughs> This is great because the, the Wikipedia entry kind of supports that of, you know, where the Dark Lord would relax <laughs> and meditate outside of his life support armor. Because, again, the armor is key to his survival. This we know. Uh, but, you know, we see an empire. He takes his helmet off to do some meditating in that uh, tube there. No to around there unless he's sniffing some to. But uh, this idea of uh, providing him with a, with a modicum of support because he just wants to hang out and stew in his anger. Uh, I, I, I I don't think until this moment I'd really focused on that. I, I thought it was some sort of uh, maybe we can heal you. It's it's not a good, you know, it's not going to work out, you know, we know, but like maybe it did heal him a little bit. You know, he's not as, uh, you know, by the time you get Sebastian Shaw's uh, forehead and, and uh, eyebrows and Hayden's eyes in Re- Return of the Jedi, some healing has happened and some scarring's rather permanent as we see. But I just, I'm now obsessed with this idea that I need to relax. Give me give me a back to hot tub.
1: <laughs> I know the way it's phrased is like sometimes in his castle on the lava planet Mustafar Lord Vader would kick back with a Coors light and watch a <laughs> ball game from the safety of his to tank. Like
0: <laughs> yeah, and I just uh, this idea that uh you know, he needed he needed this comfort and that he, he had tried things without comfort. You know, that the the maybe the the meditation chamber was just that's good that's good for the start of start story, but that's for my home. This is my home. I need something Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I love that he looks,
1: obviously he's imposing, he's terrifying. It, mm-hmm. It's a, it's a great scene and a little bit funny, obviously that like, uh, well, visitors are here, uh, yeah. Greg's <laughs> here for a meeting. I have to put my legs on. Ugh. Like, couldn't this have been an email? Um, like there's some comedy there to me, uh, yeah. in, in the scariness, but I kind of, I really like taking it as, uh, he needs the suit to live right. And the suit yeah. includes the limbs and this is an opportunity like he can't be stripped down to no limbs and no mask without being in in the back to tank. Like it's almost like he needs that in order to sort of um, be in touch with what's physically left of his original
0: body. Right. Yeah, I love I love that idea, and 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 I'm I'm also obsessed with the the royal guards that so that's their duty to see. What do they think? What do they tell their friends? Do they? T- I know they probably sign NDAs, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> Have you seen that dark? That's probably the you know the first thing when you get that that Emperor Royal Guard assignment. You know you, you know you're not talking, but um, they very few know the truth, right? I mean, I've always taken that from uh, Piet and Ears and everyone in Empire when they see that scarred head. It's kind of like even Oops. they're like, "What is that? Who is this?"
1: Yep, I wasn't supposed to see that with Veers, that energy, or, or, yeah, with Veers in, in, uh, pee it. Nope, nope, that's a, nope, nope, I I shouldn't have seen that. I'm going to try to forget about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so those guards in in Vinay, they they can keep some secrets there. It's great, and I love the use of it. I love Vader's castle, uh, Fortress Vader in Rogue One. I think it all makes sense, Uh, and it's also, it is gothic horror in a way. It really adds to, uh, even, even Vader in his downtime is even not at peace.
1: Yeah, yeah, like this is the most you can be uh, natural, you know, and in mm. touch with yourself, and you have to be floating, totally isolated in a tub of Vicks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in a tub of uh, Keddie's Grandma's uh, Vicks vapor rub. Uh, back to tanks have returned in a major way, thanks to the book of Boba Fett and Boba Fett's back to pod. This was uh, this was something we'd seen in the trailer, and we thought. Oh, that's great. That's probably like a little scene. No, this kept coming back. It was very important. It helped us uh, with that flashback uh, uh, tool. And then also, you know, this little, you know, declaration of, hey, he's I'm healed or congratulations, you're healed, at least on the outside. And then the use of it with Cobb Vant and Morian guards and other folks. So how do you feel about Boba Fett's sleep back to pod?
1: Oh, I love it. I really do feel like um, there is something about it that just can be fantasy, just be science fiction. You can get really technical. And if you want to explore it as a sort of uh, more uh, thematic way, I I think it was used very much in a sort of amniotic. This is a safe place to heal in that first chapter. uh, We asked to run back to it. I feel like physically has to, because he got injured, but there's also just like a, that's where I go to process everything I've been through. Right. Like that's, it almost feels like the back just working on him when he says like on his mind as well, when Mm -hmm. he says like, Mm -hmm. uh, the dreams are back again, like that's, you know, uh, a, a part of it. So I really like the way it was used as a physical healing and also, you know, encouraging some sort of processing of trauma in order, uh, to heal fully. I mm-hmm. thought that was really really cool. I loved that it was kind of like the uh the more reasonable portable model. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: from from Luke's old tank. Um so that, those are kind of some of my deeper thoughts, but then mm-hmm. I loved also just from a comedy perspective, um I this is theme too. I loved how how willing Boba was to share it with people, right? When he's like yeah. right away like get the Gamorian in there. Like that's so kind, he's supporting people, but I loved when he said in that final chapter that he owed Chrysantin uh yeah. some time in the pod. So I assume that Chrysantin has been in there in between <laughs> uh <laughs> Fett and Vanth. And all I could think about when Vanth is in there is like, how did they get all the Wookiee hair out of that? <laughs>
0: Just thinking, what droid is like got to declog the back to pot <laughs> Is it right? It's like that's Man, that's some Star Wars realism we don't have to deal with, but it's funny. Yeah, no, absolutely. And 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 Kresantin's so big, too. Does it fully you know, close over him. And, 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 you know, does Boba Fett, he has a lot of credits. He says this, does, does he give the gift of of Christmas or, or pod at Christmas or life day? Like, Hey, I got you your own pod, Chris Anton. You take it, Santo, you put it in your chambers.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I think
0: at this point he's going to be like, this is too much sharing. I'll just buy three more. Cause that's, that's me. Like I'm notorious for like, Hey, Ken, do you have Netflix? What's your password? Nope. Get your own. Like I'm bad, I'm bad, I'm dark side energy. Uh, I'm like, nope, nope. Yeah, I, I don't want. you. I, I don't even share. I, you know, you can have multiple profiles. Like, I, I don't even like that. Like, I don't want your profile melding with mine. So, uh, I, I really applaud Boba Fett. I need to learn from Boba Fett. Sharing uh, his back to pod.
1: I really like that. Uh, that you are uh, connecting the sharing of streaming services with the sharing <laughs> of healing services.
0: It's all the same there. I, I love what you say. The deep stuff too, but. Uh, what it represented, and just you know, by him taking that time uh, and that 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 device of just uh, you know, he's in the pod, he's he's having these dreams. I th- I thought it worked worked really well, and and added a new wrinkle to the back to pod because until then, you know, I got again assume, you know, Vader's meditating and trying to relax in his pod, but we don't really get to see that. And I that's why I think initially interpreted mostly just as an attempt to heal. Luke's attempt is to heal. Finn and Finn in the the, the back to suit is is about healing. But you know, we don't know the dreams. But I loved I loved that in Boba Fett. It was it, it was a good wrinkle for me, especially seeing it in the trailer where I'm like, oh it's a back to pod. But now it's an actual it's a place of uh place of reflection. I like yeah. It.
1: Yeah, and it connected so much to him thinking back to his youth on Camino, the ocean planet, and all the absolutely crappy times he's had on desert planets.
0: And, uh, yes, and allowed for that amniotic conversation. (laughs) It did. It's allowed me to really use the hell out of the word amniotic. (laughs) That's a great Star Wars word now. Uh, But this got me thinking here as we uh, start to uh, close up this episode here, Joseph. Uh, Do you think everyone dreams while in the Bacta tank? Is that the side effect? Does the Bacta get in through the ears and the eyes and get to your brain? (laughs) Does it induce dreaming? And if that's the case, I don't want to get into Anakin's dreams, Darth Vader's dreams, probably a little dark. But what would Luke have dreamed of uh, after that Wampa attack?
1: Yeah, I I think it absolutely does because when I think back at the Empire Strikes Back scene when he's coming out it looks like he is being uh you know startled awake from a dream, right? Like as mm-hmm. he's being pumped back up it's he's got this like oh yeah, where have I been? Um yeah, no, I think he is absolutely uh dreaming about uh, he's just going through his day-to-day life but every time he turns a corner there's a giant wamp-a-paw that just suddenly pops up.
0: <laughs> just ah, boom. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I, I started to think about this more because of Book of Boba Fett of of um you know what is luke uh, is he is he dreaming about t- times on tatooine dreaming about you know oh my gosh uh you know because boba fett's dreams are so you know they're they're realistic because we're watching the flashbacks on the show but is luke having that same kind of thing of beat by beat memories of oh all oh, that old wizard ben kenobi now i get who he was and now you know conversations with biggs about uh joining the empire but planning to defect all those things were they just kind of in his brain as he kind of uh wants to emerge to be a better version of himself
1: yeah no oh i really like that i i really like him having dreams that are like aha moments about all those times he encountered that crazy old wizard Mm -hmm. like oh oh (laughs) Oh, oh,
0: he was watching over me oh yeah yeah, this, I really like that uh, now. And I, again, that's that's something that uh, I don't think I would have spent a lot of time thinking about if not for the Book of Boba Fett. Of no. what, what is Luke in his underpants dreaming of? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what dreams do you have in your space diapers? Uh, <laughs> final thought for me on that is, I, I, that gives me context to what Vader's doing too, because I feel mm-hmm. like he's probably fighting uh, the Bacta. If the Bacta kind of encourages you to dream, I think he's probably like, I'll decide. <laughs> that, I'll decide what I think about.
0: Yeah, again, this is—we're not talking in, in, in canon details here that you absolutely dream in, in to. but and we know in the, a lot of the Vader comics, he does have these kind of tortured dreams and even some visions of maybe making uh, making things right with Kenobi. All those things I do—I'm I do love those. I'm kind of obsessed with some of Vader's thoughts and his connections to his his Anakin past and this war that's between him. But I love this idea of like I'm going in the tank, which instead of truly relaxing, he is fighting his inner self the entire time he's in
1: there. (laughs) Yep. Yep. He is just forcing things in his mind to be the way they should be.
0: Yeah. That's dark. That's dark. That's dark. (laughs) Um, uh, So uh, that's a a look at it there, but we always like to take uh, uh, these uh, weird and wonderful things in Star Wars and try to make it uh, uh, personal. So if Bacta was real, I think you and I would love the idea of healing ourselves there. So, the question I asked, though, it, we, and we can, and this could go anywhere, uh, Joseph, with your with your personal connection to back to, But would you prefer a nice soak in a pod, soak overnight? Would you sleep in a pod or a tank, or do you want the more mobile back to suit, like fins, which maybe you could kind of get around, enjoy a lunch, heal while you're eating, or get out and about? <laughs> which which would you prefer?
1: Uh, I, I'm not big on on Finn's uh, back to suit for myself. Mm-hmm. There is a vibe like it, that it's an emergency, like it's higher tech, right? But it also feels like, yes. crap, we got to move him.
0: <laughs>
1: there's something about it that feels to me like saying, do you want to wander around in your hospital gown that's going to fall open at any moment?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
1: there's that vibe for me. And then, you know, in the fact in the film that it is uh, punctured and, and leaking like a cartoon. Yeah, that doesn't make me feel see, uh, secure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, uh, I'm, I'm a tank guy now. Uh, uh <laughs> or Not tank, uh, pod. Uh, uh. Boba Fett's pod. I'm, I'm I'm all in on the pod. The tank looks fun with the swimming and everything, but the pod is just like, let's lay down and mm. close around you. It's like a nice little sen- sensory deprivation tank with yeah. some hopefully nice dreams. Yeah, I- I'm all pod all the time now.
0: Yeah, I think i go pod. I think, though... Uh, I don't love being uh, the idea of being submerged underwater, even if you got the breathing tube, not not like a, 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 a diver. I don't I don't do scuba diving. I don't do anything. Like that. A little, little bit of a fear of uh, water to that degree. I, I love a good hot tub, though. So that's why I think, uh, you know, I couldn't do tank. So I will have to go by default Boba Fett's pod and just kind of get over my fears of being uh, you know asleep in the water. <laughs>
1: I want to just sleep uh, so soundly in a pod, have a nice dream uh, and work through things and then wake up uh, just... Covered in Wookiee hair. That's what I want to do.
0: (laughs) Which is not unlike waking up being covered in Chihuahua hair when you uh, have this (laughs) little dog napping with you there. So that's our uh, personal connection, our choices there. But uh, before we close up the show, we're going to rate the wild and weird factor of Bacta tanks. As we have done for the previous nine episodes on this show, our rating is based on one of the original Star Wars weirdos, Lobot, because we love Lobot and he's so wonderfully weird. So out of 10 Lobot heads... One being the least, 10 being the most. How many Lobot heads do you give back to tanks, Joseph?
1: I'm going to go seven. Uh, they are great, like fantasy science fiction I- invention, the idea of Bacta and the tanks and the pods and the suits. Uh, but there's also something about it that I can't go too much higher on weird because it just makes sense as a technology and it makes sense to me about mm. the big ideas of star wars that you know uh, no matter how injured you are there is always the possibility of healing that just makes some sense to me
0: i actually really really love uh, that idea i was i was gonna say eight um just in the sense of it's a magic healing pod. That's just kind of <laughs> weird, but it does make sense in a real world way. Like we're talking to making jokes about Sport and, and, and Vicks vapor rub and uh, any other weird little things, healing mists and everything. It's all I, it all doesn't make sense to me. So it's it's, it's the back to tank uh, it, 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 because the real world stuff doesn't make sense to me. It almost makes more sense in Star Wars. Yep, that makes sense. But I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, based on uh, the underpants needed to get in there alone, <laughs> both Boba Fett and Luke and, and Anakin and Vader, you would say, down to the skivvies, jumping into back to tanks. So uh, seven for Joseph, eight for me. That has been our look at back to tanks. Any final thoughts, Joseph, on back to tanks and pots?
1: Uh, You know what? I just had a memory of the first time that I got a little sunburned when I was uh, in a had been in a relationship uh, with my wife, Sarah, and said, Oh, hey, do you have any sunscreen? Because, you know, it kind of helps put on afterburn. She's like, No, I've got some alum. Like, cool, go get that jar. And then she just walked to a plant, (laughs) ripped a limb off and squirted something on my forehead. And you know what? I guess backed is not that
0: weird. It's the it's the aloe of Star Wars, and we're learning more <laughs> about that too. Back to being harvested. great stuff, great thoughts, great memories. This has been a databank dive from Force Center here on the Companion. Thanks for those who've been listening to us for all ten episodes. Uh, we have uh, really had a lot of fun doing this here, so uh, thank you. And if you want to find us outside of uh, the Companion walls, you can go to Force Center Pod on Twitter, 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 and that <laughs> that will take you to all the links you need. You can find. Me at Kednapsuck or Kednapsuck.com. Joseph, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on all the social media Twitter, Instagram, TikTok is at Joseph Scrimshaw. And also check out my website at JosephSgrimshaw.com.
0: Sounds good. So that is it for Data Bank Dive on the Companion. Let's all jump into our back to pods and heal up. We'll see you next time, friends.